Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Pimp Getaway. We're so excited to talk about this episode with you guys because it just seems every episode it gets mm-hmm. juicier and juicier and juicier. And I loved this episode. But we can't do it all alone. You know, I can't do this all alone. So I have to introduce my lovely co-host, as well as our special guest, um, Zach. How are you today? How do you feel about this episode? I'm good. I mean, I'm really excited about our guest. Um, We're going to break everything down. I think she was in the hot seat a little bit this episode. So I know we have some questions. So I'm excited. I know you are because you are our Bravo guy. You are our Bravo go-to. <laughs> also, I have the lovely Allie with us. How do you feel about this episode? I totally agree with you guys. It was juicy. It was great. Um, so I'm excited to get into it. Yes. And I know we have the one and only Latoya with us today. How do you feel about the episode, Latoya? It was a good episode, and we're starting to see some some switch ups. You know, some of the people that we either hadn't seen before or we'd seen them in one light. In this episode, we started to see them in a different light, including Miss Monica um, <laughs> and Niall, who has been a favorite of mine prior to this episode. So it was good. Yeah, prior. She said prior. Oh, <laughs> I heard that. I, I'm appreciative of that. You know, I have this thing. I have this thing that I always tell people. I'm like. Once you get to know me, you probably will really love me. <laughs> I'm not for everyone, though. But, like, if you get to know me, we're usually good. <laughs> yes. And we will get all into that. Too. I want you to. Like, I'm gonna, I look, I want to be an open book and, like, be, you know, as honest as possible. Like, I have a lot of history and a lot of years at camp, so I know a lot about, like, all the stuff about camp. Um, And, you know, the show is such an interesting thing because it's like it brings these brand new faces, brand new people, brand new energy to camp. But camp in itself is like the constant, like very special, magical place that regardless of who you are, what you do, you're going to have a really wonderful experience from it. So, like, Mm -hmm. I'm happy to talk about all of it. And we can't wait to hear all about this book that you're ready to tell us all about. And. Who's the only one who could do that? It's Monica. So thank you so much for joining us, Monica. You know, you really showed out this episode, so we can't wait to get into it and get the inside scoop on what really went down. So everyone, uh, (laughs) we can't wait. So during this episode, let's just talk about um, starting off Randall and Sophia. Oh my goodness. They had to talk. Um, and it was kind of awkward um a lot of the times hearing this talk. And it all centered around good old Adam, who we're all friends with. 
So <laughs> let's get your take on it, Allie. How'd you feel about the entire Randall and Sophia talk? I mean, it was definitely uncomfortable, but I think the two girls handled it very well. Um, and I, I don't know, Millie's little side comment where she was like, that's strange. I mean, yeah, correct. Like, it's all very strange. Um, the fact that he would get in bed and cuddle with Randall. By the way, he took his pants off. We all saw that, right? Like, he <laughs> took his pants off to get into bed. I don't know. It was it was strange, for sure. But I was happy to see that the girls were able to kind of, like, even though uh, you can tell there's still a little tension and it's a little awkward, they're able to put their friendship kind of before Adam, at least this weekend. But um, I was happy to see them just talk about it. Definitely. And what about you, Zach? How did you feel during this whole Randall and Sophia talk? I know you have a lot to say about it. <laughs> oh, wait. I always have my opinions. And I just felt like the conversation was just... I really like both of them, but I just think it was fake. Like, I feel like they didn't want to be confrontational. So they just kind of avoided. <laughs> Thank you for that. I just feel like they were avoiding what they actually wanted to say. And it kind of bothered me when Sophia was like, he chose me. I was like, it's a little too soon, Sophia. Like, we don't know. He is not here this weekend. But I just felt like they would rather not tell each other how they feel because they think it would they just don't want it to be awkward, but it actually makes it more awkward that they're just not like being honest and like communicating. It, they were both just beating around the bush. Yeah, it definitely was awkward, especially the kiss at the end, you know, when she's like, oh, mwah, like, you know, yeah. I'm going to get dressed. I'm like, this would have went down totally different if it was me in this situation. <laughs> what about you, Latoya? were you feeling during this whole conversation they were having? Well, I thought it was interesting. Um, I think that, well, one, I thought the conversation was going to be more in depth. I don't feel mm -hmm. like we necessarily saw a lot on this episode as far as their conversation is concerned. Um, and I think they're two very different girls. Randall self-admittedly has very like single girl desperate energy. And she <laughs> said that, you know, the previous episode the comedian woman I don't remember her name kind of gave her Christina advice Leary. Christina gave her the advice of like you're portraying and putting out that energy of being the single mm -hmm. girl and unless you change that up like that's who you're going to be um and then the way she was acting with Adam was a little I hate to use the word desperate it was a little like see me see me come give me attention and then you have Sophia who's super sensitive and a little insecure because of her past hurts and breakup and and I'm just glad that they were respectful of each other and even though they both may be a little hurt they seem not to be blaming the other girl so that's good that's true yeah yeah, yeah. Have been a whole brawl fight <laughs> I'm gonna tell you as a neutral observer you know when I was did you remember and last week when I was in the bathroom and Sophia was telling me my face mm -hmm. was like what I, yeah I had no idea. Adam and I had no idea that Randall liked Adam and I had no idea that Sophia and, and, Rand, and Adam had mm -hmm. had a thing going on. So it was literally news to me across the board. And I, as also was kind of like an OG, like the first week, I don't know if you remember, I got in, I got on top of Adam when he was in bed because that's like a thing that we always do. We will mm -hmm. all like get like, I mean, it's very platonic, very neutral mm -hmm. that we will like cuddle with each other. And I used to, like, literally somebody would always get in my bed in the morning and be like, I'm your cuddle buddy. Like, it's mm -hmm. just a thing that we do because there's so much love. Mm -hmm. We literally mm -hmm. call ourselves a campily. And I think that's probably where some of his energy was coming from because he could sense his hurt, her hurt. And he actually is a very caregiving, like very sensitive kind of person. So it's like, mm -hmm. 
I think that that's where it came from. But when I saw it too, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. Cause you know, I think Randall, um, you know, I kind of feel the opposite a little Latoya. Um, for me, when I, I like how Randall, you know, initiated the conversation and wanted to talk to um, Sophia about it. And um, I think the whole conversation was really awkward. And, you know, I think she wanted to hear her side of it. So then Randall can kind of sleep better at night because, you know, when it's two of you guys liking the same guy, you want to know what is he telling you? Because mm-hmm. I think, um, Adam is the common denominator here who was kind of like making it seem like, oh girl, I like you. You looking cute today. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. And then you go and then you tell Sophia. So I think she wanted to make her numbers right in knowing, okay, what is he doing with you? Because if he's doing certain things with you, you know, you can kind of be like, okay, maybe he's just like that friendly guy. You kind of that. But, you know, we don't have to assume anymore because we have the source right here with us. <laughs> so Monica, I think he was pretty honest about it that weekend. He was honest with both of them, to be honest. He was. He really was. I mean, you saw when the the next morning when Randall was like, oh, my God, I hate this. It's because Adam Mm -hmm. took the time to talk to her that night. Mm. That's good to know. Yeah, he's a good guy. I know he looks kind of toolish, but he's actually Kind of. Are we gonna, what are we going to see know, with him like throughout the rest of the season? Is he still going to be this kind of I mean, you'll get to character? You'll see him hopefully a little bit more dimensional. Like it takes mm-hmm. a while to get used to like the whole experience, right? You know yeah. what I mean? And Adam, because he's like a person that, uh, part of the reason why I think he and Sophia are such a good fit, they really, really care about not wanting to step on anybody's toes, not wanting mm-hmm. to hurt anybody's feelings. But sometimes, you know, when you do that, you can cause more problems because mm-hmm. you're just not being clear and it comes across as a little duplicitous and that's mm-hmm. not what he's trying to say. So between, <laughs> so between um, the two of them, who do you think would make the better couple, Adam and Randall or Adam and Sophia? Well, and I said why? it on the show. I said it on the show. I could see Adam and Sophia together, right? Because I think that they're just like really too, I think that um, I love Randall. Don't get me wrong. I think Randall's like super fun, super funny. Her energy is amazing. Mm -hmm. I think Adam is a little laid back and a little reserved for that. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, Mm -hmm. Sophia has a similarly matched, like, you know, I think both of them would be fine sitting on the beach, listening to like Grateful Dead, you know, with like a margarita in their hand. And they would be like, that'd be great. I don't think that, you know, and like not needing to like have like high class food or anything like that, literally like having a barbecue on the beach. I think that would be Sophia and Adam. That's why I think they'd be a better fit. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. And also, you know, it was singles night and the feelings. <laughs> yeah, that's a good weekend. The Young Professionals weekend is like the singles weekend. That's a fun weekend if you're a single person. So are, are you single? Like straight person I'm yeah i would like i would rather be at the pride weekend from you should come episode. to the pride weekend honey the pride I'll, I'll be there next summer like a fun weekend for everyone but if you're a single straight person come to the young like depending on your age if you're like from like mm. mid-20s mid-40s the young professional weekend is your weekend gotcha. so are you single me oh yeah yes. i'm single now. i'm single <laughs> oh that's why so- i was like the table of the bachelors <laughs> <laughs> so did you end up we didn't get to see um you know if you found some love so did you find some love and some singles 
Listen, every weekend I am an excellent hostess and like for people to get to know the camp and, you know, and I'm not sure how the season will unfold and what you'll see, but like, Mm -hmm. let's just know that I am not very thirsty when it comes to that category. Uh, You know, I'm going to save my prediction for predictions. Okay. (laughs) Because I've been feeling this way for, you know, since a certain someone has joined (laughs) the camp. But we'll save that for later, huh? Oh. (laughs) Oh. I think I know what you're putting down. Right? You know? Y'all thought maybe it was going to be with... Randall? um, Randall? No. Mr. Paul G himself. Gav? You know, maybe so. It rhymes with Davin, but... (laughs) We'll talk about we'll it later. We'll get that. All right. Well, I'll see where you guys are going with this one. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that time, um, you know, we got to talk about Mr. Gavin. He just joined the team. Um, he's all around. You know, he seems like the all around, like, cool guy that you mm-hmm. kind of like with the instant charm, too. So, you know, how is it like working with him? So... For me, Gavin coming on was like literally having like somebody that's like family join. Like, I mean, you guys saw that he and I, we were like two, like the like when the skunk came around, like he and I like took off. Like I was yeah. like, this is like family here. He and I both are on the same page about a lot of stuff. So it's like Gavin and I, like there's just like this natural connection of friendship that he and I had. And that he, that's how I experienced him. But I think if you were to talk to everybody in the cast, they would have their own special connection with him. That's just how he oh, is. He's just like- That's awesome. He's just like all around like beautiful person. That's awesome. And it's always great, you know, as being black when you see someone else and then you get the I whole like- In Connecticut in like, the woods. You're like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> you're like, asked, you're like half Asian, right? But it's still like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, he's half Filipino and half Jewish. Oh, wow. Come on, Adam. (laughs) Well, that was pretty cool. And then also seeing, you know, Mr. Gavin had his time too. He enjoyed himself this weekend. Um, This is the first weekend. (laughs) 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 He is definitely the life of the party. So um, during that time, and he was kind of had his eye. Well, she, the matchmaker, kind of had her eye on him. Aaron, yeah. Yeah, how was that like, you know, was she really trying to flirt with him or what? Like, what's the scoop on that? Um, From where I was sitting, from where yeah. I was, I think she definitely had a real curiosity about him. That's what I'll say. Mm. Like, I think she definitely was, like, wanting that to be, like, her camp hookup for the weekend. And Monica, oh. that's what I was going to ask you. Like, do you think she had, like, a long-term interest? Like, I could see no. myself dating or just, like, let me... No. Get to know you for the weekend. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. No, I also, no. And the I thing is, wanna... like, you know, I mean, Gavin, like, you know, for what it's worth, he really does have a type. Like, I've never, like, throughout the entire summer, every woman that Gavin was interested in really was a tall woman. Like, tall, curvaceous woman. That's his type. Wow. He oh. is when he sticks to it, it's always on brand. I'm by the end of I could be like, that's your type. That's your type. Like, but Gavin, he is very clear, like about his type. For How sure. tall um, is Gavin? He's probably like maybe six two, six three. Oh, okay. So, so how he's tall like, is he's all game. He's game for it. He doesn't have that. He's not one of those people that's like, she's too tall. He likes it. Oh, wow. I wonder what his like height limit is. Like if it's you have to be five mm-hmm. seven or five 
six. I wonder what that is. I think he probably likes like a five, nine and up, five, nine, five, ten and up. Mm. Like he just likes you tall and with some like, you know, bumps and humps. <laughs> well, <laughs> lady. If you took the Kardashian, that's the Allie. Like. Oh my God. Allie. I'm out. How tall are you, Allie? I'm five, seven. Oh, Me too. I'm sad. Like, you got this and going on. It might no. Work. I'm not going to work. He's like, honestly, like one of the funniest, like just easygoing guys. He grew up with all sisters. And so he's just like yes. super easygoing with one, especially Aww. when he Definitely. He's like, oh, feel- he is like the best. He's the greatest. Oh, I, I feel like his energy is great. Yeah. Yeah. His energy is really phenomenal. So he, I have a- he gets the idea like, let's just have fun in the woods. So it's okay for social coordinators to hook up with guests. Like that's okay at Camp Getaway. Honey, yeah. I think that's required. Getting <laughs> working like a weekend crew and social coordinators. It would not exist. <laughs> okay. Like I actually have a theory. I, this is like I have a I have a thing that I've been doing. Like you know, I went to camp for the first time like in, like literally ten years ago, Labor Day this coming Labor Day, mm-hmm. and I was blown away by the whole experience. But when I decided to join, you know, the staff a few years back. Like, I realized the best way to go about doing it is on Friday night. It's almost like, I, I just joke and say, like, you should pretend you're, like, uh, you know, the bachelorette where you're just like, hello, hello, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> like, see who asks, can I steal you for a second? <laughs> you know, see who you connect mm-hmm. with. Then the next day, you see who you just kind of naturally connect with. And that's who's going to be your camp boyfriend for the weekend. You should not, like, get a camp that's boyfriend so or girlfriend fun. the first weekend. Oh, the first night you shouldn't do it because like the next day you don't know like there's so many activities so many things you don't know who you're going to connect with <laughs> so you should kind of yeah, go into camp that, we would not work there nobody would work there <laughs> so you kind of got to go into camp with like literally you're my boyfriend for 72 hours and then we break up no i mean like i everybody that i met at camp i actually ended up dating but you don't go into oh. camp like oh. well almost everybody <laughs> But, <laughs> but most of the guys that I met at camp, I actually ended up dating. So it's like, but I'd never, you know, like I go in with like, am I just, do I like your spirit? Do I like your soul kind of thing? And if it works, it works. It's fine. Interesting. So, you know, when Gavin came back to the, to the cabin and you guys are all chilling about to, you know, you've had your drinks for the night. You guys are talking about calling it a night. Gavin plays the whole like, oh, I'm tired, guys. I'm going to sleep. And 50 minutes later, he ducks out. What do you think went down in the single cabin? I mean, I I don't even know what went down, but I want to say that I really like that guest, Erin, the matchmaker. And I think she really needs to set up Randall with Gavin because they both have go lucky attitudes. They're both like super chill, super happy. And Randall kind of just got over the whole Adam situation. So that's what, I, this is what I'm pulling for. These two to get Randall's together. Randall's like 5'2". But that's okay. Oh, she has a great five personality. Two, so does he. Really She's a really petite girl. Yeah, but you know, you never he know who you're going to fall in type. love with. What'd you say? You never know who you're going to fall in love with. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think that, you know, I mean, it's it's interesting to me because you know I said to Sophia that like Adam's not afraid of a woman with ambition and drive and like who's going to start her like that's not who he is. I think Gavin is the kind of guy that also likes a woman who's just like comfortable and free in her skin. And I think that like 
you know, and he wants to be able to laugh with somebody. He wants to make somebody laugh. Like that's the kind of, he like knows how to be a good boyfriend. He was engaged and everything. Right. So it's like, he knows how to do that. And so, but I think he values like a person who he can make laugh. Um, and I think I could see that happening with him and Randall for sure. But I think that like, they probably, I think that like, they're my, when I sit with them, their energy has always felt like a little less that, but more, but you never know. I mean, like I told you, I was surprised about like the whole Adam thing. So there could have been stuff happening that I didn't even know about mm. honey. I might've been asleep. <laughs> season two, Monica, season so, two. <laughs> so you, so you think they may have um, been learning more about camp and the different things that go on in the cabin? Or do you think they were just, he was just going to drop off some towels maybe, or just something. <laughs> Whatever it was that they did, I hope that it made them both very happy and <laughs> camp magic. <laughs> Amazing. Great answer. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of um, the camp magic, you and Neely had a few words um, to yeah. exchange, especially um, when uh, she, you guys had the scene where she was on top of the box and she was like mm -hmm. dancing and stuff. So, you know, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think she was, you know, why did you want to um, pull why out of I her, you know? Like you're missing when I approached her on the basketball court or like why I said the thing about her on the box? Yeah, about her on the box. Well, so the thing is, is like the weekend before, even how the reason why that conversation happened is because she asked me if I was going to participate in the contest. And I said, no, you know, the contest really, those kinds of things are for the guests, right? Like we really are not there to be center stage. It's like the guests are supposed to be center stage. Our job is to make sure that every guest feels like super special. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's how that first conversation got started. And I made a joke and I was like, ah, I didn't win anyway, just kind of made a joke. Right. Cause I thought I was cute, my little angel costume, but like, I didn't care if I won. I really didn't. But yeah. so then the next weekend, like, because of that other conversation, I definitely was like, you know, like, cause we had planned it earlier in the day and, you know, and it's not a big deal. Normally I, I didn't care. Like I was, it didn't affect where I was going to be, but I was just like, come on now. You can't keep saying that you don't want to win or you don't care about like being on center stage when like it consistently happens. Yeah, but I also feel like in that situation, her entering in Miss America, that's like winning already. Like you're in that pageant. But I definitely understand where you're coming from. Like if you're going to be in a competition, you might as well win. But what I didn't understand is Niall kind of coming at you. Right. Um, I felt like he was kind of like, just like starting more drama for no reason. Like it's almost like you spend like three days a week. Like what's the point of making this worse? Like you literally said, you were like, we're having a conversation like you just said it right away and he didn't really get the message um what right. is everyone what is everyone's thoughts about the whole Niall Monica thing um now, for me I kind okay I see both sides mm -hmm. because Monica I will say this we're here with it when it comes to you're having a conversation mm -hmm. you are not to and like we're having a conversation I hate when people interrupt and you see it and you don't say excuse me or like, hey, you know, hey, excuse me, um, I just wanted to ask this. Or, hey, excuse me, can we do this? Whatever it is. I think he should have said that. And I think he should have done that. I think he took it to heart when you said thank you. Um, he took your thank you as being dismissive. He took your thank mm -hmm. you as like, okay, um, thank you. Like, that's what yeah. he took it as. But I didn't say but, it like that, did I? Right, right. You were saying it as more so as like, okay, thank you. 
Like that's exactly you know, how it's thank, yeah. th- thank you. But he took it, I think yeah, he took it more to heart because it's kind of yeah. like, oh dang, they're having this really serious conversation. And she's saying this to me serious because, you know, they're having a serious conversation. So I think it would have been okay if he said that I was saying it to him seriously. The problem was, is that he said that I said it to him like really nastily and like, and that's not how I did it. Cause that's just not my nature. You know, Mm -hmm. like even with the stuff with Neely, like for me, like it started off with me being playful about the competition because the truth is I don't care. Like I think women (laughs) be competitive. If you go into a contest, Mm -hmm. especially four times, like there's a part of me that feels like you do want to win. Like, and I think you should want to win, even though like yeah. the experience is amazing. Like even stuff that I know I'm never going to win. I'm still like, I'm going to try to win, you know? So it's like, for me, it's like, it's a very playful energy that I have about it. I'm very pro like women. I want women to feel comfortable in their skin. And I am just, I was raised by very strong, comfortable women too. So it's like in that moment, I feel really confident being able to say something, set certain boundaries, be clear about what's important to me. I speak when something is important to me. And in that moment, I was, I'm never rude to somebody. I'm not going to say something to hurt anybody's feelings on purpose, (laughs) (laughs) on purpose, you know, but it's like in that moment, you know, like I really was just being, I was just like, it went on for a while. And I finally was just like, really, we're having an important conversation. Can you just, will you please give us the space? You know, Mm. it's not like I said, get the F out of here. (laughs) You know, I think he's just intimidated because you're a confident Mm -hmm. woman who has power and um, you hold people accountable when you need to. And you're awesome. And so I don't know, I was on your side with that. I think Niall was just being weird and sensitive and dramatic. <laughs> I want to hear from Latoya, though. Latoya. I feel like you might have been fighting somebody else's battle a little bit. Yeah. Right. I think there was um. something else there because he was upset and we just all were kind of not understanding why. Um, so, yeah, I agree. I think there was something else going on or he was upset for another reason, but taking it out on you. I don't know. I think a lot of well, good points have been brought up and I have a lot of thoughts. So, mm-hmm. um, So going back to your thank you, to be honest, it did feel a little dismissive. Like you said what you said and you were like, thank you. Now you can go. But with that being said, I completely think that he blew it out of proportion. Like when I heard him describing what happened and I actually saw what happened, I was like, those two things like do not match. Um, And I think that his reaction was way overblown for what actually happened. But then that brings up another point. So I'm a lawyer. And I think that because I am, people often feel a certain kind of way when I talk to them. You know, it's that don't lawyer me, don't cross-examine me, don't whatever. And so my question to you, Monica, is do you think that because of your profession, people are You took my question. (laughs) You took my question, Latoya. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I... First of all, I get paid really well to do what I do as a psychologist. I have my own business in Boston. You know, I'm Harvard faculty. This is not like some Mickey Mouse, like, you know, like cocktail party, sideshow Bob type of stuff that I do for work. I take my work very seriously. I'm very passionate about being a psychologist. There is nobody in, let me be clear. There's nobody in the world interesting enough for me to work for free. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> like, it's just not going Love to happen. That. You know, and so it's like, but the fact that like, this is how they're experiencing it is nothing new. It's new for me at camp because like, you know, again, I've been at camp for many of years. I've never had anybody like be like, oh, she's trying to psychoanalyze me. And I've been there for mm. years. One of the things that people do say, one part of the reason why I was asked to be a mentor is because guests 
every single year will ask where I am that weekend because I sit down and get to know people one-on-one. Like what Sophia said is true. That's my energy. I want to get to know who somebody is. I believe that part of what is the magic at camp is people get to come out of their shell. They get to be honest. To me, it was like the most loving and healing parts of camp that I could go and like connect with other parts of myself. And so for me, that's just who I am as my entire energy, right? Now, the problem is sometimes I don't know when to stop or shut my mouth of all in my entire life. As part of the reason I'm also a good psychologist is because I'm like, that don't sound right. And other people just let stuff go. And I'm like, wait a minute, that don't sound right. You know, I should just let it go. That's where it's a problem. And I think that's where it's uncomfortable for them. But I do feel like they're weaponizing what I do for work. And for me, the way that I think about it is like, imagine if you got in the car with a friend of yours who happens to be a mechanic, right? Mm-hmm. And you're driving along and all of a sudden there's like a little clinkety clink, like boop, 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 boop. you might not notice it, but because they're like a mechanic, like in specialized in your car or whatever, they might hear it. And they're going to say to you, do you hear this in your car? And you're going to be like, no, but if they're like, you really should like pay attention to this thing in your car. Like, are you all of a sudden going to be like, well, shut the hell up. I don't care what you have to say because, you know, like, cause I don't want to hear it. Or would you be like, oh, okay. And like, and they're not working for you, but they just, you can't help but notice certain things when you're in your, like, for me, my work is my calling. It's a part of my mm-hmm. personality that allowed me to be good at it. It's not like the other way around. So it's like, I was paying attention or noticing stuff before I actually learned what the theory was to like to explain it, if that makes sense to you. Definitely. I'm very passionate about this. Because I I mean, like the work of psychology is so important, especially right now. And I just kind of hate that it's weaponized a bit. That's all. Yeah, because that was Latoya, you know, we're on the same page. Because that's what I was thinking when I was um, watching the episode. I was thinking, you know, do they kind of use her profession or kind of think that, you know. To dismiss me. To dismiss what I have to say. Yeah, and like you're making them like a client, you know, like they're you're their therapist. And I think um, that people, sorry, um, I was just going to say that I think that people feel intimidated, and especially if their professional, educational background or professional background doesn't match yours, then they automatically assume that you're trying to like talk down to them or, trying to do whatever and in your case I guess analyze them and like tell them about themselves so. or belittle that's the yeah. other word that was used and I was just like no <laughs> even David David the owner of the camp didn't even know I was a psychologist or affiliated with Harvard for like a year wow wow I think it's super cool though because then you get I to learn too. more about yourself <laughs> because yeah. you know if if we were at camp together you probably would be having me unveil all this stuff. I would be like, that's what wow. I was thinking. I was like, I would love to I be your friend at camp. Help. <laughs> right. I would literally be like, like part of the experience that to me, it feels like it's like learning new things about yourself, stretching the limits, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. And I think that everybody who like has been there for a while has their own special, unique way of doing it. I like to actually just have fun and let go and be silly as you guys see in color work. Like that really is my energy. But my other energy is like, I like to connect with the person one-on-one and I'm like, and I will ask people like, what do you want from the weekend? Like, you know, like, let's figure this out. And, you know, I'm sure on some level, that's part of my nature of paying attention to them and like knowing the questions to ask, but it's not the same as me actually doing therapy, something that I get paid to do Mm -hmm. and that I do really well. That's not what I'm doing at camp. I mean, either way, you're giving everybody good advice. So shouldn't they just be saying thank you, Monica? Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Monica. Well, someone who doesn't say thank you a lot, Mr. Adam, um, was not there at camp this weekend because he got suspended because 
he didn't care. He wasn't caring who signs his check and the ice cream bar of what happened um, last week. So just let us know, you know, how was it not having Adam at camp this weekend or that weekend per se? So I think part of the reason why Niall also said it's Monica's fault, but Adam's not there at camp is because I actually did say, you know, I felt bad for Adam because like Adam, like I'm always going to be the person that's going to be like, wait a minute, hello, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But, you know, I didn't realize what Adam was also carrying on his shoulder. I think he was stressed out about a bunch of different things. And it's like, if I had any clue that like, our conversation was then gonna like also then lead into him like popping off with Claire in my head I was like I don't know how I could have handled it differently because I still feel like I handled it well but I just felt bad that like I was any part of it because I actually do really love Adam I think he's a good person so I felt bad and I missed him and I think that Niall took like me being vulnerable and saying that and turned it into it kind of <laughs> threw it back in my face unfortunately but like I missed him. Like, I want him to be there every week. I like Adam. He really is a solid person. He's been a good friend. And he's a very sensitive person. He really is. Mm. When is his birthday? Do you know? Okay, I know you asked this question. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. You guys are about to freak out, okay? So there are four, Vir there's 10 of us, right? Four yeah. Virgos, three Aries, and three Scorpios. Oh. Adam is a Scorpio. Yeah. No, Wait, no, Adam the Aries. Oh. Nope. Adam, Niall, Neely, and me were all the Virgos. Wow. Oh, wow. Claire, <laughs> Lynn, and Gavin, they're the Scorpios. Sophia, wow. Randall, and David are the Aries. Isn't that fascinating? Wow. That's crazy. Right? That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, the way we cluster like that, that's crazy. Ow. We're all stuck. <laughs> that is not related to this. So, okay. Clearly, there are other um, camp employees and social coordinators who are not a part of the show. Are yeah. there any who are a little jealous that they didn't get selected or maybe weren't considered? I, I think that everybody's protective yeah. of it because camp really is such a magical, special place where people come. Like, you know, it's volunteer job in the big picture, right? It's a volunteer job. You know, all, most of us have like, well, you know, we all have our own lives and our own jobs in the city that we do Monday through Friday. So to come to a place out in the woods, it's like, you know, two, three hours away from where you live. You get in a car on a Friday to drive and then to drive home on a Sunday to go back into your work week. Something has to be really magical and special about this place, right? So mm -hmm. it's like the people who were there, like who worked there, they, I think they were worried about like interrupting its magic a little bit and making it a little bit more difficult for them initially. Um, you know, as things went on and everybody kind of got into a rhythm, I think they realized just how amazing the whole production team was. I mean, the production team, literally, we had like some of the best people in the business and they were so respectful. And I think it just added another layer of like specialness to the camp, you know, for the whole camp experience, because it was a new experience, you know, and I think it'll make people want to be a part of camp even more. But, um, you know, I think people were just very protective is the best way I'd say it. Yeah, that's okay. Great. And, um, I think we're gonna get into our we, um Yeah, before we um, head out, we do want to play a game with you. Okay. Um, so Zach, take it away. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna play a little game called Most Likely To Camp Getaway <laughs> Edition. Cue the sound effects here. So <laughs> me and Allie both came up with a few questions. So we're gonna ask the three of you, who is most likely to, a quick little rapid fire. We're gonna have Latoya go first, then Sanat, then Monica. We want you to go last. 
So um, Allie, take it away with the first question. Wait, yeah. question. Yes. So you'll ask the question and then most likely two out of who? Well, no, the, the question for these, the whole cast. cast. Yeah. Okay. You like okay. the eight of us or are you talking about Claire and David too? Uh, um, I'm Claire and David. If yeah, you want just eight. Okay. <laughs> okay, first question. Who is most likely to take too many shots, wake up hungover, and miss all the day's activities? Um, ooh, I'm going to say Adam and or Gavin. <laughs> mm-hmm. What about you, Sanaa? Um, for me, I would say definitely Adam. I'm going to say Adam. I'm going to just go with Adam. I would say perhaps Adam. (laughs) (laughs) I think we can all definitely agree on that. Um, Yeah, I would say Adam. Yeah, I really can't think of anyone else. Maybe Gavin, because he parties really hard. But Gavin, like, he parties really hard, but he still manages to get up and just go. I'm just trying to say someone that's not Adam. You know, spice things up. (laughs) Okay, the next question. Who is most likely to be David's favorite? That's why, yeah. Clear. Out of the social coordinators. Um, out of the social coordinators, Monica. I'm gonna say Monica or Sophia. And who is it, Monica? I would say it's probably. <laughs> I feel like it's me in the way that like David doesn't question like my judgment or like the things that I do. I think he like sees me as a solid person mm-hmm. and understands that I'm there for camp. I think if there was a second choice of like favorite or just somebody he just like is amused by, I think it'd probably be Randall actually. Oh, oh okay. wow. His okay. wife definitely loves Randall. Like they're like, really? yeah, yeah. That's funny. Okay. Who's most likely to become a couple after the show in real life? Ooh. Well, we have the obvious. I think Sophia and Adam, because they already have something happening and that's all I have. <laughs> I'm going to say, goes in part of my prediction, I think Gavin and Monica. Ooh. Monica, what do you think? Let's, let me find I'm out. Gavin yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. um, I would probably say if, if you, there was a huge toss-up of stuff, I would say Neely and Niall. Oh. Ooh. See, I was actually going to say Neely and Adam, not like Sophia's Adam. That's who I thought the Adam who she was, have a connection. Uh-huh. The Adam who I she was flirting with this episode, I thought they really oh. hit it off. And I also really like him more than I trip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, all right. One last question, because we're going to wrap up soon. Who is Monica most likely to fight with next? <laughs> because you've gotten in a couple of beefs the past you know, couple of episodes. So, Latoya, who do you think it's going to be? I think we're going to have a repeat with Niall. Okay. What about you, Sana? I say the same, but to spice it up, I'm going to say um, Neely. Ooh. And I'm Monica? I'm going to have to wait and see. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, um, you know, it's been a great pleasure having you. Um, we can't wait for next episode to see who's falling in love and who's fighting. So for everyone <laughs> to stay in contact, um, I'm your host, Sanaa. You guys can follow me on Instagram at I am underscore S-A-N-A underscore and on Twitter at I am underscore Sanaa. Where can people find you at, Allie? Yes, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Alexandra James. And what about you, Latoya? I am on Instagram at Latoya period Blakely and Twitter at Blakely Latoya.
And you, Zach? You can find me on Instagram at Zach Weinberg and Twitter at It's Zachary Dish. <laughs> and the one and only Monica Harvard's very own. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at dr.monica and on Twitter at Dr. Monica O'Neill. O'Neill like Shaquille, N-E-A-L. Oh, let me find out that's your cousin. <laughs> you know, somewhere down thank you so much everyone for making us the espn of tv talk and while you're here make sure to like comment and subscribe so you can stay up to date on the latest buzz of all your favorite reality stars thank you guys for watching bye our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.